1: Sorry guys, last week I got my days confused.
2: Thanks for telling, I was trying to like play it off for you like, oh, she's just, you know, being fabulous and taping. I wasn't going to tell them that you forgot about me.
1: No, I honestly, (laughs) I was, it was, I was in LA and I honestly was like, oh, it's Monday. Yes. And then you text me like, hey girl, later today. I'm like, like, (gasps) oh. It's Tuesday. Oh, my God. And I'm so glad that you texted me because, honestly, I was about to get on a plane. And you would have been like, where in the world is Tiffany? Because I didn't get off until, like, 10. So I'd have been like, hmm, maybe.
2: <laughs> I forgive you. I forgive you. I don't Every know if I'm going to be a while.
1: mama. I can tell I'm going to forget my kid at school.
2: <laughs> Listen, I forgot which way to, like, leave out of my own driveway today because I have a driveway now. That's, like, a Ooh. thing that you park a car on. Um, I didn't anticipate... So moving into this house this past weekend, I didn't anticipate, like, just how disoriented I would be. The first day here, people were knocking on our door, packages being delivered, so much human interaction, which is weird because you think we're so far from humans being kind of in the suburbs. But I have had more face-to-face conversations with people than I ever had in my apartment Mm -hmm. um, in Jersey, which is just – I don't know. But that mixed with, like, the new commute, I'm just, like – I'm adjusting. I'm in that adjusting phase. You guys haven't moved in yet, have you?
1: No, no. We're going to, we've been uh, like finding um, somebody to abate the lead and the asbestos has been a pain in the butt because I don't know, contractors sometimes they just don't show up. You're like, okay, yes, you're going to come on Monday, do a walkthrough and give us a price. Monday comes, Tuesday comes, Wednesday comes, text, text, call, call, nothing. So we've only had one guy walk through and I don't know if what he's charging is a lot or a little. And so, you know, our, our project managers like, you need at least one other person to give you, you know, a price range. And some people were like, oh, we'll just email your price. And I'm like, but you haven't even seen one person emailed us up looking around $30,000. i am like, are you kidding <laughs> me? <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, the guy that walked through told us 2500 <laughs> so I'm like, what are you doing? Based upon what it sounds like. I'm like, sir, can you come to the house?
2: Well, so I can tell why. you twenty five hundred is reasonable because we got an estimate for that much this weekend.
1: But it all depends. Like so, but are you guys that's just for the um, asbestos, right?
2: Well, yes, just for asbestos, not for yeah. lead paint. But I just real quick, I was gonna do my break about this, but I think the whole advice around getting quotes, like so for I've been writing about personal finance for and we all have been talking about it, get quotes. See many experts, compare, compare, compare. That shit is hard to do in real life. It is hard. Like, it's your time. It's your energy. So I feel you 100%. I am like – we are trying to get three quotes per project and yes, it is it such is, a pain. I, I'm
1: not gonna lie. Now that you just said I'm like, ah, that's quote enough for me. I'm about to tell Superman, like, uh yeah, so I think we're gonna <laughs> go. <laughs> because it's because that's that's literally what's it's for. It's for the asbestos, he said twenty five hundred. And I'm like, Okay, that sounds good, but I don't I didn't I don't have a point of reference. So right. you know, that's why it was concerning. And so our project manager was like, you know, he was like, you know, every project is different because some people have a big asbestos, like, you know, issue. Some people have a little. So he's like, I can't tell you because you, I don't abate asbestos. So I don't want you to get in the habit of just taking someone and then finding out that it was really a $500 job. And I'm like, this is true. Uh, so it's just annoying because, you know, that part is just hard. Um, But, you know, we're because we're, I feel like once the asbestos and the lead is done, we will, like, be able to... Then we have to now find a, um, a contractor, which I'm n- not nervous about it, but I'm like, oh God, that's going to be a task in itself. But at least we're not alone.
2: Hello? I'm here. I had to mute it for two seconds because a- some a car alarm went off. Oh God. <laughs> oh, oh, me- Why is it louder in the burbs than in the city? <laughs> <Isn't it crazy? laughs> I'm like in my closet right now. <laughs> <laughs> Ugh. Yeah. Um, anyway, what's happening outside of like home homeownership? Baychella? Yes! Oh my goodness.
1: So I am not gonna lie. I mean, I guess because I wasn't watching it live. I mean, I watched a lot of it, and I definitely was like, "Wow, this woman is amazing." I mean, she just is. You know, just the attention to detail. Mm -hmm. And I saw this post, and tell me what you think about it. Someone was like, "I'm so sick of Ty." I'm in this entrepreneur group on Facebook, and somebody wrote, "You know, you've ever seen those memes? You have the same 24 hours that Beyonce has." No. You ever seen that meme before? No. <laughs> Basically, it's like, get your life together. So it's just a funny meme that people post. And so an entrepreneur posted, "You, I'm so sick of those, you have the same 24 hours as Beyonce has. She posted a picture of Beyonce sitting, like, I guess, like, I don't know, like a session where like all of these people are like, she's like, I guess, I don't know what it is, but you can tell it's a planning session. It's maybe like four or five people around her. And she was like, you know, as an entrepreneur, I don't have a team like Beyonce. I don't have the same 24 hours. That's not fair to say that like, I could be getting as much done as she is. Right. And I was like, I mean, my first, like, you know, at first, I I mean, I understand what she was saying, but I'm also like, cry me a river. It wasn't like Beyonce was born with a team. Like, I think, I guess that you have the same amount of hours as Beyonce has. One, it's tongue in cheek. And two, I feel like you're supposed to work your way up to a team. And, you know, like uh, when I first started, it was me for the first like four years. And then I got some interns and then, you know, I had like $10 an hour to give to some poor soul to be like my helper. And then it grew and it grew and it grew. Um, Yeah. So I just thought like, I'm like, I wonder what somebody else would think about that, that you have the
2: same 24 hours that Beyonce has. I think that's ridiculous. I mean, I, it wouldn't bother me because I'm just like, oh, Beyonce's the bar I have to meet. I'm just gonna quit life then and go yes. live on a beach because ain't gonna happen. Because of biology, out the gate, working against me. I don't have those genes, um, or those that talent. Uh, I think, I think you're just. I think at that point you're taking stuff a little bit too seriously. But it does yeah. speak to like social media and the pressure you feel when you see so and so doing this or having this or accomplishing X, Y, Z, and just the pressure of all this constant um these constant visuals of our colleagues our friends our family living their lives you know and highlighting the best of their lives that can make you feel inadequate that i can I, i'm all about taking a break from that just don't delete your instagram account because it'll take you two months to get it back as i learned If you want to take a break just move the app over i guess um, Whenever
1: I see your, you post on Instagram, I'm like, oh, look at It She's just happy to be back. Like, hey, guys.
2: You know, Beyonce, like, whatever. I'm not mad. I mean, Beyonce is just like, she's she's just, she's like, you can't compare yourself to a superstar. You know, compare yourself if you're an accountant to the accountant next to you. Um, you know, if Beyonce had a nine to five job and no nanny and like, yeah, no staff, then of course she wouldn't be accomplishing that much. But she made some decisions early in her life from like the yeah. age of five that <laughs> led her to where she is now. So you know, at five, I was playing with Barbies. Now I'm paying the price. And I'm okay with that. <laughs> like, exactly. exactly, This is my life. I play with I chose Barbies instead of dance class and star search. So I guess that's my life now.
1: <laughs> and I don't yeah, and I just yeah, I like you said, I think that she was taking it really seriously. I don't know, maybe she just got pissed. And also too that, you know, one, everyone doesn't want Beyonce's life. Like, quite honestly, I don't want that. Like it's it's It seems like a lot of pressure and a lot more work that I'm willing to put in a lot of time away, you know, and not to say that, like, you know, it seems
2: cool. So much pressure.
1: Yeah, I don't want that. Like, I it's enough pressure being the budget in Newark. (laughs) I can't even imagine, like, being the Beyonce for the world. So, yeah, I'm just like, oh, girl.
2: Let's just jump into Brown Breaks. Yes. Why wait? Why keep the people waiting?
1: Yes. So let's Brown Break. My Brown Break is going to be um, not Facebook groups on a whole, but Facebook groups that where members take themselves entirely too seriously. You're like, girl, like, I actually left all my vegan groups. I don't know anybody, any group of people that is more judgmental than a vegan. I'm not. Mm-hmm. i meanwhile, Me I, either. I, I'm like for people who don't eat meat and love animals. You really hate people. Like I, there's literally I was following vegan accounts, really trying to like you know figure out this whole vegan lifestyle, and I found that like it'll be like somebody will post something like, "Hey, somebody today at work said, hey, I noticed you don't eat meat, meat,' and I told her to leave me the heck alone. I'm like, girl, it's <laughs> what? Or they'll be like, um. People are so concerned about uh, my meat. They need to worry about, like, the poison they're putting in their bodies. There's just so much aggression. And I'm like, where is this coming from? The vegetables you're eating? But, yeah, I feel like... Is they're hungry.
2: Hot? They're carb-starved. <laughs> yeah,
1: no, no Protein-starved. Well, yes. Honestly, yeah. I just, I, yes, I'm groundbreaking from angry uh, Facebook groups, especially the vegan groups. I literally left all of them because it was just too much. I'm like, girl, just don't eat your meat. I can honestly say nobody cares. Like I have not met anyone who was like, like my mom is so cute. I told her I was vegan and she's like, okay. So she made me like a salad with like the weirdest elements. I'm like, mommy, what is in this salad? She's like, I don't know. You said you don't eat meat. So I want you, (laughs) (laughs) but nobody, nobody is, um, has come for me. No one has said, what are you doing with your life? No one. So I'm like, I feel like a lot of vegans are making that up that most people don't care. And I still make like food for my husband and, My bonus daughter and sometimes it's me and sometimes i find really great things that don't have me and they don't mind as long as it tastes good but yeah definitely groundbreaking from um, all of that um, high unnecessary energy what are you breaking what are you boosting
2: i was just going on a rant to husband earlier on the way home from work about immediately the, the cost of homeownership which i anticipated obviously all the repairs and stuff but Our commute, I I cannot even sugarcoat it. Our commute is way more expensive than it's ever been because Mm. we now live in the suburbs of New York City and um, you pay for a different train line now. And my costs went from $89 a month on Jersey Path Train Transit to per person $270 Mm. for a monthly um, train pass, which is just, I mean, that's, you know, one thing. And I have thankfully uh, juiced up my transit benefit, which I it's a benefit you sometimes get through work where you can put pre tax dollars aside.
1: Okay. Oh, okay.
2: Which is nice. So I'm saving whatever my tax rate is like 20 something percent. Who knows? There's like 17 of them now. Um, so you're putting in pre tax dollars, and then you get a debit card, and you can use that card to pay for your. Um, ticket, which which is nice. So I'm, it's not like I'm feeling the hit to my credit card or my debit account because I'm just swiping that card. It's money I've already had set aside from my paycheck. The same way you set aside money for like an FSA card, flex savings account um, for healthcare needs. So, but yeah, 270 times two, that's like 500. I'm just doing the math. I'm like, damn, we don't, thank God we don't have a car payment because our car is paid off. Mm-hmm. Um. So it's not, so that, that expense we have to kind of factor into our budget now and Um, and then I, I can walk from the train when I get to the city or I can take a city bike, which is the great like bike share program that we have. But that's an additional, like, I don't know, 12 bucks a month, not that much more. But again, like my commute has gone from, has basically tripled. Um, but then of course my husband is like, well, we get a yard and we get this, we get that and we do, um, it's just pros and cons, but yeah. I'm already thinking like, damn, man, that's like tickets to a Broadway show <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> or half a refrigerator. I don't know. Everything seems like an appliance now.
1: Yeah. yeah right? it, don't you think in that way? I yes. totally think my friend is like my best friend and in, um, in like a group of like other couples are all going to Cuba. And she's like, you want to go? I was like, oh, man, no, I got to do the bathroom. <laughs> Everything is. Yeah. Like, oh, man, those are counters. Oh, I wish I could go. Everything I think of, she's like, really. I'm like, honestly, like by the time we get the flight and they, they, she rented like a really big house and all of that. Honestly, it's going to be probably a few thousand dollars between the two of us. And I'm like, honestly, that's literally like the difference between the tile that I want and the tile that you know we settled for.
2: What <laughs> I'm, what I'm really, what I'm really glad about is that I prepaid for and pre-planned a couple of things like this week. I have two Broadway shows I'm going to, cause I booked them and paid for them like okay. months ago. And I have a vacation, well, a three day vacation that we're taking in May for a wedding to Punta Cana, go marry a Dominican. You get to go to DR all the time for weddings. It's great. Um, so I have that coming up, which is nice. But other than that, I'm like, Oh God, what else did I pre plans I can look forward to because yeah, I don't, I just don't want to get to a place where the house, and I don't think that we will, um, I think we're, we're both on the same page about budgeting for that kind of thing. Thank God. Um, because it, neither of us wants to become like get in a situation where we're spending way too much on, you know, repairs that our entire life is just one big, like the never ending, you know, expensive home improvement project. Like we just want to do things quickly and, you know, do what we need to do to make the house what we want it and then move on with our lives. Hopefully, um, keeping aside some money for the, you know, the everyday repair, you know, like a little house, like mm-hmm. a little house ready day fund separate from our personal ready day fund. um, Like that I want to be prepared for, but I can't live in a home improvement project for months. I can't do it. I need to live.
1: Yeah. I, I never, you know, I've never done a home improvement. That's why we're like, mm, we're not moving until this place is mostly done. Cause I just can't even, I just, you hear just too many horror stories. And, and and because we're literally doing so many things we're we're not doing like major constructions just in the bathroom but in the kitchen but like I want to refinish the floors and repaint here and da-da-da-da. and I was just like I just can't imagine because one it'd be impossible I work from home largely that's one good thing I'm excited about is like per- dropping the pretense of my office that I never go to
2: yeah when are you gonna get rid of that <laughs> that you're still paying for
1: I know. So when I decided, I was like, I'm going to offer my sweet mate, Drina, who's also my publicist, like 50 bucks a month so I can still get my mail there. (laughs) And just be like, which is basically what I do now. Um, And just be like, because, you know, I don't want like my professional mail to come to my house and people to like show up in the middle of the night. So I'm like, I just want to be like, hey, here's 50 bucks. Let me just get my mail.
2: (laughs) Or you can get a P.O. box.
1: Yeah, I know. That's about the same
2: rate, I guess.
1: Yeah, probably. But it's nice to be like, hey, I have an office. I'm official. Yeah, right. Exactly.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Hey, BA fam. This episode is sponsored by State Farm. Are you a small business owner looking for insurance that fits your needs and budget? Look no further than State Farm. State Farm agents are not just insurance providers. They're also small business owners who live and work right here in your community.
1: Do we have any
2: questions? We do have some good questions. Um, if you guys want to send us a question, hit us up at Brown Ambition Podcast. Let me do that again. If you guys have any questions, hit us up at brownambitionpodcast.com. .com.
1: Oh, you did it. Yay. <laughs> um,
2: and click Ask Us Anything or you can email us directly at at brownambitionpodcast.gmail.com. Okay. Now we have a few questions. I think we might get through these. Some of these are simple from a few listeners. And thank you guys again for all of your amazing questions. And not just your questions. You guys take the time to send so many sweet notes and Instagram comments and Twitter comments and all that. So thank you for that. If you haven't yet, definitely go to iTunes and leave us a review. Let the world know what you think Mm -hmm. um, because those reviews are really important in terms of um, how people can find our shows on iTunes. And every little bit helps. So thank you guys our first question let's do an easy one first this one comes from yomaida or yoma it's either yomaria which i love or it's Yo, <laughs> yomaria um she says mandy my husband and i need your financial planner desperately
1: i know yomaida oh my god you chose her she used to be yomaida sweets that's like she's like my mentee oh my god she oh, asked really? me I said, email mandy i don't know
2: <laughs> oh maybe this is a personal email <laughs>
0: <laughs> you calm, you know go, I'm going
2: to read it, girl. We outed you. <laughs> All right, Yomaida. So it is Yomaida. Yes. Okay. We view money goals two different ways, and he is tripping. So before I strangle I him, help. <laughs> before I strangle him, help. We have home renovations and a European trip coming up, and he is on my last nerve, and that's where the email ends. I can feel the desperation. <laughs> Um, so I don't want to, I don't, I would say here, so what I'll say is I found my financial planner, um, through XY planning network, which is a network of fee only financial planners who typically work with generation X, generation Y, um, individuals and couples. A lot of them specialize in couples and relationships. So I highly recommend going through that. And what I did from there is I found three or four different financial planners and I interviewed them. So I had like a, and many of them do like a free consultation and you, and it's all about learning about their fees and also getting a sense of whether you like them or not. Um, And that's how we chose the planner we went with. And I actually work with a planner. We don't use her. um, We don't use this planner. We were, we were using her every month, like monthly for a year. And that was the year when we were planning the wedding and we were, I was moving jobs and figuring out what to do with equity and all this kind of stuff. Um, So it was really important to have her for that year. And then we slowed down now to just once every six months. Um, And she works like we work with her remotely. She's based in Atlanta. And I haven't had any issues with it being, you know, from a different state. And I think you might even find more um, affordable rates. If you you live in a high cost state like New York City, um, I found that her rates were a lot more reasonable for the same amount of work so xy planning and um there's another i think that's the main one i think of when i when i refer people to um fee only financial planner networks and then you have like the mother of all um places to go to which is the national association of personal financial advisors all right. Um, so hopefully that was helpful to you. And yeah, um, and I'll ask my financial planner if, she's, if she doesn't mind. I'm sure she won't mind, but um, there's so many great ones on XY planning and everyone's different. So I don't want anyone emailing me be like, hey, girl, you said that. She yeah, would make, exactly. You know... exactly. <laughs> I feel you. Get your own. Okay. Anon- this one's from Anonymous. So uh, this is an interesting question. This is about debt consolidation. I like this question a lot. Um, Anonymous says, first of all, I love the podcast. Thank you very much. Um, I have a loan that I refinanced recently. Initially, it was a car loan. So once I refinanced it, I added my credit card debt to it as well. So she's taken her auto debt and credit card debt and consolidated it into one loan with a new interest rate of 4.74%. Right now, the loan balance is at $10,200. In addition to that loan balance, she has also said that she's managed to rack up about $2,000 on other, on other active credit cards. Currently, she says, I have a health credit card, a little under $5,000, that will start charging me interest this coming November. Should I add this health credit card balance to my current consolidated loan or take the money for, to pay off this credit card out of my retirement account? Please help. So, Lots of able- stuff happening here.
1: Does the health credit card, does she give the interest
2: rate for the health credit card? So she's 0%. She doesn't give what the, if it's the credit card I'm thinking of, because there's the main, the um, care credit is one of the biggest healthcare credit cards out there. So I'll use that as an example. They often do these 0% intro APRs for six months, 12 months, 18 months, depending on how much you're putting on the card. The tricky thing with care credit is... Is that after that period ends, not only do they start charging you an interest rate, sometimes they have a deferred interest clause, which means that if you don't actually Mm -hmm. pay off every penny of that debt, they're going to actually charge you for all the interest you would have owed if they had been charging interest from the beginning. So that's a nasty surprise for a lot of people um, who may not realize that when they see that 0% interest. So I think it's good that you're thinking ahead. Cause you know, you have until December when that 0% interest changes, but it may, you need to read the fine print and see if there's a deferred interest clause as well. Because if there is, you're not just worried about getting charged interest. You're getting, you're worried about getting charged back interest for all this time. Um, so I think it's, it's smart. You don't, I mean, I, I would say, you know, continue trying to pay it down, but look to consolidate it before you get to that November mark. Yeah. Figure out what's ha- like the what's really worrying me is that she's consolidated. and This can happen with a lot of people. You consolidate your debt and then you feel comfortable like, oh, yeah. I have a new loan. It's only 4%. I'm going to go ahead and start adding, you know, racking up some debt on these other credit cards because I feel better about myself or like I feel more comfortable with my debt load. But you still have the same amount of debt, you know. Maybe you bought yourself a little bit more time and, of course, you're spending less on interest, but... The fact that she's already put two thousand on other credit cards, yes. she's put a, a close to five thousand dollars on this health credit card um, already. There may be just a, a, a larger issue here. Um, not having enough savings, obviously, to cover expenses you can't afford, or maybe living beyond your means a little bit.
1: Yeah, I would just say, like, I, I mean, I, I'm somebody who took from my a retirement account, but I honestly don't recommend it because I'm like just now starting to catch up. And I was scared I wasn't going to be able to. And you don't want to put yourself in the position that, you know, when it's time to retire, you don't feel like you can stop working because you just don't have enough to support yourself. So that's a short-term problem to uh, a long-term, like a long-term life, you know? So no, I would try to get your spending as under control as possible. Like Mandy said, definitely pay off the, the... because if you have a zero percent, I would not want to switch from zero to four percent until no. I absolutely had to. Exactly. You know, because then you'll you're literally going to be paying extra money four percent for nothing. You know, because when you could just pay the um the principal directly. So yeah, I would wait and maybe like a month before if you're not done, then roll it on over.
2: And definitely read that fine print to see if you have that deferred interest clause. Yeah. Um, Yikes! Yeah, ex- and work to pay it off as soon as you can. Do whatever you can to not um to not rack up more credit card debt because yeah, some people will roll. And this is a good tip for people to know if you have one of the questions I got recently. I did a, um, we do a lecture at Brooklyn college uh, a couple times a year. I just went down there. One of the questions I got from someone was, um, I did a balance transfer recently and it's coming up on the time when the 0% interest rate period ends, the promotional rate ends. What should I do? Cause I still have money left on the card. And I said, A lot of times people will um, do a new balance transfer Now, you can't, you can only do that for so long because you can't transfer the same bank to the same bank. So you have to keep finding new offers, Mm -hmm. Um, but that, but getting ahead of it and like proactively transferring a balance to a new uh, balance transfer offer is is one option, but you don't want to keep chasing balance transfer offers forever. You need to eventually be aggressive about paying this debt down. Yep. And at four percent, you're doing well. It's a lot better than credit cards. But take this time to really aggressively attack it. Don't like sit back and relax. Um, hope I'm not coming across too judgy because I know things can happen. Yeah. And healthcare costs are insane. Um, but just just keep in mind what to watch out for. Anyone listening, when you look at those health credit cards, especially um, with those with that deferred interest clause because it's in there a lot of times. So yeah. watch out for that.
1: Because I definitely did that when I had um I had to get dental work done, but I didn't have like really any insurance and they're like oh don't worry you can take that loan. it's zero percent interest for 20 for 12 months and i was like okay mm-hmm. and nearing the end i owed like you know a few hundred dollars whatever and i don't know who told me i don't know if it's the secretary she kind of pulled me to the side I was like girl pay this off because if not it all comes up
2: yep and, and i was just- like wait go ahead uh, not to bring it back to home ownership, but I've been reading. You know, I was at Home Depot just reading some of the materials they had about home improvement project financing, and I believe I heard, I saw a deferred interest clause in that as well. So it's in, in all these terms, all these you know nice zero percent interest promotional loans out there. Just nothing. Sometimes if it's too good to be true, it really is.
1: Yep.
2: Well, thank you for your question, anonymous. Uh, last question. We have time for one more question, right? Mm. Mm-hmm. All right. This comes from question. This is a fun question from listener Kim. First, she has a confession to make. She says, I've been cheating on you. How dare you?
1: (laughs) With who, Kim?
2: With who? Some other podcast talking about self-care and beauty routines. But she said she's come to us now because she wants to know. Basically, we all know that self-care, beauty – sorry, I just – Had a hiccup. Basically, we all know that self-care and beauty routines are really expensive. So um, Kim wanted to know, Mandy and Tiffany, how much do we spend on self-care? And would you be willing to talk a little bit about that on your show? I'd love to hear what some of your favorite products are and how you budget those things into your life. Because she knows the struggle is real and this hair is expensive.
1: Yes. So I would have to say uh, my beauty routine is pretty low-maintenance. I don't really do much. I'm not going to lie. So like I don't use like expensive stuff for my hair because I found that with locks anyway, when I had a pro, I needed a lot of product, but locks actually do better with less product. So, You're so
2: smart. Locks are you know, way less maintenance. Oh
1: my goodness. When I say it's the best thing i ever happened in my life. And so the thing that costs the most with my locks is that it's that actually get them retightened. So that's a hundred dollars, which I do like, I would say every other month. So, you know, so I'm spending like 600 bucks a year on my hair and- I mean, I use, like, regular, like, suave shampoo. It doesn't need much, like I said. Um, I don't want to get my nails done or, like, my feet done unless, like, Superman is like, honestly, then I'm going like, okay, Wait, you let I it think- get to
2: that point when <laughs> yeah, the man yeah. notices? <laughs>
1: yeah. yeah, you know, because, you know, I'm such a town boy. And he's like, babe, is that the sound of your foot on the... I'm like, uh, i
2: will like, oh. <laughs> Sounds <laughs> like a dog, like, with the pads. <laughs> <It's laughs>
1: like like, You're like, wait, I can start a fire. <laughs> um, so, but I will say this about... So, and I don't, like, I really don't wear much makeup. So, like, I don't, I've, I've actually stopped wearing any makeup on my skin, um, unless it's for, like, a TV or photo shoot, because I found myself uh, breaking out. And then one day, I was literally looking at Superman's skin, and I was like, yo, your skin is, like, perfect, and we live in the same house. What's happening? He's like, you put all that crap on it. And I was like, you know what? I do.
2: Hey, also I, the ovaries that we have, pumping yeah. hormones, <laughs> that's not something you can
0: remove.
1: <laughs> I know. And so, like, I stopped, and honestly... Not that I ever had like terrible skin, but I found that my skin was like way better. So I do spend decent money on like um like like lotion for my skin. Like I use like like a special really moisturizing lotion because my skin is dry. I spend like decent money on like um face stuff for my skin just to keep it like healthy. But yeah, that's probably where I spend the most amount if I'm gonna say beauty, uh, money. And yeah, I'm honest. I'm not gonna lie. I'm pretty low. Uh, maintenance unless I'm like being the budget needs to then it's hair nails eyelashes and and dresses and all that kind of stuff but me as Tiffany I'm like I still have the same dirty pair of trucks that from three years ago that I'm sure if I turn my back he would throw away
2: well if you uh, had to put a number on it how much do you think you spend on like uh, self-care and that can be anything from like beauty to work fitness to um, anything that you do
1: a year well I'll say this
2: or a month um, whatever
1: well, the thing is, the the biggest thing I do for self care, honestly, is to travel, uh, because I really enjoy that when I do, you know, get like a chance. So that it, that's not necessarily obviously cheap. I mean, I try to find a great deal, but I enjoy traveling because other than that, it's it's taking a nap, reading, or traveling. And reading is pretty inexpensive. Taking a nap is free, and travel is like if I'm gonna splurge on something for myself, it's definitely travel. And I would say I probably spend two to five thousand dollars a year on travel. It depends because if I go on an epic trip then it might be more because I like up to five because, you know, I'm like going to multiple countries. Like I went to India one year and then Morocco and so um but yeah, so I would say probably Can't co- find that at CBS. Exactly. Collectively two to five thousand dollars a year on all of my self care um stuff, including the gym membership that I never use.
2: Oh you never use your gym membership. I oh, was gonna my- See, I hate that too. So for me, um, I, I like this question because that movie Amy Schumer did, and I, I haven't honestly seen it at all. I don't know that I intend to, but it's called I Feel Pretty. And it's about a woman who thinks that she's has like low self-esteem and then she knocks her head at a Soul Cycle class and she wakes up feeling super confident and beautiful. And all of a sudden she's changed her mindset and she gets the man and the job and the everything, the friends and the beauty and the money and all that stuff. And there's been all these, like, hateful uh, think pieces written about it because beauty standards are just so insane. And I was and, – and, like, it's almost like we've put the pressure on the woman. Oh, just change your mindset and, you know, it's all going to work in your favor. But the way that the – the way the world works right now is you do feel pressure to look good, to, like, physically look good and, and spend money on yourself and to do the hair, the nails, the face, the fitness, whatever, to look good, to meet some sort of standard. And it's expensive, Um, for me, I've always, like, for me, I hate. I, I, in New York City, I don't know if it's this way around the country, but these like these fitness classes now are so effing expensive. Mm. When I was in Jersey, I was spending I could I I spent a hundred and or no close to two hundred dollars a month just for this fitness class that I liked, and they're all doing that now. It's like two hundred dollars to go to the like the Soul Cycle. I don't I didn't do Soul Cycle, but Soul Cycle, uh, Pure Bar. These new trendy fitness classes are over two hundred dollars sometimes, um, or they want to charge you annually. And for me, I just, I just don't, I can't wrap my, I can't stomach spending that much money on pain and suffering. So, yeah. which is what working out kind of is. <laughs> so, one of the reasons I like where I live now is that I actually have an opportunity to be more active for free, which is what I like. So, I have a 10-minute walk to the train, and I have, I could walk 15 minutes um, to my office, or I could take a bike and bike to the office. Like today, I did. 8,000 steps and didn't pay a dime 8,000 steps and I haven't done more than like on a good day going back and forth to from home to work before where we used to live I was doing like 2500 steps it was pathetic. So I would have to go to the gym to actually get some workout in but now I feel like my life is naturally built around a little bit more activity. Okay, and I think that I'm gonna I'm gonna be watching because I have I've I have not been working out and I'm gonna see if this makes a difference if I start seeing some results in terms of maintaining my weight because I have put on weight the last few months that I've been focusing on work so much which is not good um, but I'm hoping that this is just like an easy free way free-ish because like I said girl I'm paying more for my commute but um, low cost way to to get more fit and. I mean, I'm guilty of spending probably $100 a month, well, yeah, on on, on self-care and beauty and stuff, only because this hair is just so freaking high-maintenance. It just needs so much product. <laughs> and, girl, she loves, loves, loves product, and she's very moody when yeah. she doesn't get any, and I go through a lot. Um, yes.
1: Uh, when your hair's out like that, I'm telling you, like, why yeah. fro? People are like, oh, my God, natural hair, so, so much easier than when you had a perm. Are you kidding me? My fro was a demanding beast. It was like more moisture, more product, more this, more that. Ugh, it was so much work. I can't even imagine with your hair out. Oh my gosh, it's, it's like, like
2: a pet. It's like having a pet. <laughs> it honestly is like a freaking plant or something. It's it's a lot, of, but yeah, I love it. I worked hard. You know, it's it's what I'm supposed to look like, but it's just you know, God just gave me an extra bill on the end of my, you know, just gave me some extra, <laughs> basically gave me a hair bill of a hundred dollars a month just to keep it, maintain it. Um,
1: you know, so how much do you think that you spend like a a year? Or like yeah, you know, a year I would say on um on beauty and, and self-care.
2: That's probably way more than anyone ever wanted to know about hair care, but I feel you because this stuff is not cheap. Um not cheap at all. So thanks Kim for your question. Mm-hmm. And that'll about do it for Brown yes. ambition.
1: So, many, and I do want to try something quickly. If you want a little shout out on BA, you know, if you head over to Instagram and you follow us. What's our Instagram?
2: It's uh, Brown Ambition Podcast. Oof, I almost forgot. So <laughs> difficult to remember. <laughs> Brown Ambition Podcast. Yes, please. I, I manage that account. Um, and you guys have been so nice about um, responding to our posts and just, you know, commenting on the shows on Instagram. So, I love it. Keep doing it. Follow us. Yeah.
1: And if you, so if you, if you follow us and you leave a comment, you know, we'll, you know, try to do a little shout out once a week to be like, Al, I see you, Maria, I see you bought a house or whatever it is. Like we'll try to do a post and and to get some, um some feedback from you guys. Cause we love to see you on social as well.
2: That's how we want to end the show now is by calling you guys out on <laughs> some, reading your comments, le- reading your thoughts that we get on Instagram. So start commenting. I'll start, yeah. I guess I should start posting more. <laughs> Get on. All right. It. And with that, we bid you adieu. Me too. Right, I guess I'm going to go back to my house, all these rooms.
1: <laughs> and I will go back to, uh, I don't know, just taking a nap. I don't know. <laughs> it's a hard right. life. I, I know. Somebody's got to do it. <gasps>